0: I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this is Digital Divination on the No Direction Network.
1: And we are back for episode 62 of Digital Divination. Hey, great to have you back again, Jason. Um, Uh, Always. Yeah, I I heard you were playing some uh, Adventurous uh, here just before this. How did that go? Yeah, we
0: recorded a couple more episodes of Adventurous uh, with uh, Scott Young as our new GM. And he's taking us to all sorts of spooky places in Ustalov. And we're having Mm -hmm. some good spooky adventures. And uh, uh, my dwarven fighter... Is been natural. He, he rolled, like, four natural 20s against me in one wow. fight. And I'm just like, why do I even bother having armor and a shield? I just need hit <laughs> points. Uh, yeah. It didn't take yeah. me down, though. It didn't take me down. It got me down to one mm-hmm. hit point with all that. I, 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 I am thankful for Pathfinder 2's armor specialization stuff, because I have played mm-hmm. armor, and it blocks a tiny bit of damage, certain type of damage, slashing damage, and he clawed at me with a demon or something. Wow. <laughs> and that blocked three points of it, and that was enough to keep me alive, basically. Yeah. What level are you
1: guys right now? We're level six. Level okay. Six, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a level five fighter, and I didn't know, I'm I pretty new to Pathfinder. I didn't know there was an armor specialization that must come up after level five then. It might be.
0: It might be partially because I'm taking like a like the Sentinel archetype too. Okay, got it. Got it. It It's somewhere in there. there. Yeah, it's it's something like that. All right. Yeah.
1: Very cool. Very cool. So I I hear you might have a little bit of uh,
0: of news for us. Sure. Sure. Well, let me just start off by saying, John, that uh, this show is not cursed. I promise you that. There's <laughs> okay. nothing to do with you or the show, but uh, I. By the time this comes out, uh, I will have moved on from Paizo uh, to another opportunity mm-hmm. that I'm very excited about. But I will still be here talking about Starfinder, uh, for as long as you'll have me talking about Starfinder, because uh, I am still, I you know, I'm excited to know what's going to happen next and what's going to happen after all the stuff that I already know about happening in the next year or so. <laughs> right. Right. What are they right. going to do uh, uh, after that? Uh, I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to hear. And I'm excited to talk about it with you.
1: Wow. And and where are you off to then?
0: Well, um, let's, yeah, uh, I I think I can say because it'll be like, Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty, it'll be like, but this comes out and and I'll be the next day. I'll be at least saying it on social media. So I think a day in advance is fine for all of our no direction listeners because, um, I'm not actually going too far from the no direction family. In a lot of ways, I'm mm-hmm. uh, going over to renegade game studios to work on the GI Joe power Rangers and transformers
1: games. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. You mentioned cursed and, uh, <laughs> kind of when you let me know about this thing, there's there's a quote, and I was looking up, there's different versions of it. And one of them, mm. one of the versions goes, um, well, first of all, let me preface this, why you mentioned this was cursed and that, you know, I had this fill-in um, uh, co-host named Jason Tondro, and then he left. Oh, yeah. And then I had my regular co-host, Ron Lundin, then he left Paizo. Yeah. And now I get his replacement, Jason Keeley, and then he leaves Paizo. And so this uh, this quote that I actually came across, it's not the one I was looking for, is from Ian Fleming in one of his uh, books, the oh, yeah. Goldfinger book, right? It says, uh, one time is chance, two times is a coincidence, three times, and most people think it's a trend or something, that's right? the other quote, but his quote is three times is enemy action. I mean, I've heard and that quote. To, right, and it has to do with, you know, kind of when, when uh, you know, something a uh, spy is trying to do something and you know that's kind of yeah. weird you know so i so i'll say it's i'm not trying to sabotage Paizo. so it's, oh. it's not me <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's not you
0: it has nothing to do with you yeah. of course that's that is yeah. that i think this is literally a coincidence that yes <laughs> okay I, mean, I guess yeah
1: you know uh, you know it's interesting i interviewed uh leo glass last week and he's going to be mm-hmm. on uh, my uh, presenting podcast next week when I, when I publish mm-hmm. it, one of the things that he mentioned is how well everybody at Paizo gets trained because of all the things that you do, right? So even right. though th- he specializes in editing, you're specialized in, in development, there's still so many different aspects of the game design that you all are involved in that it become paizo becomes like one of the best training grounds Mm -hmm. in the industry for people. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. And the fact that that ends up leading to so many people moving to different places.
0: It comes down to, I mean, it's a lot of ways, a trial by fire, right? Mm -hmm. There's some, you know, training and all, but then there's just the, the pace. Paizo has one of the largest, I would say the most frequent publications than any gig company that I have ever sort of thought, dealt with or, you know, looked at, um, the more so than, you know, used to be even, I think even more, I would say, uh, although page counts, uh, difficult to, to, to right. compare them, but, you know, putting out, um, player companions and the old campaign setting line like on a monthly basis plus the hard covers and adventure pass on a monthly right. basis um uh was a lot of pages and then you know as coming from the editing department which you know leo is now the 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 manager of uh but uh, when i started that too it's like just like this is just a lot of text that everyone needs to look at at least the editors mm-hmm. need to look at all of it um and all the uh, different developers are always working on their own lines uh so it does become a sort of you got to get it done or the book doesn't ship on time and that sort of you know ends up possibly hurting profits or whatever uh and and you be you you learn to uh you know kind of keep kind keep your head down but just sort of focus on the 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 thing at hand and it's just always the next thing that you <laughs> we'd have to be dealing with because you know, there's always like you're working on a, a project, a development project and you're copy fitting the last thing and you're right. planning the next thing. So you're really in a lot of ways working <laughs> on three things at once, no matter what it is, if it's a hard cover or even <clears throat> an adventure. So yeah, it, it, it does tr- like train you in a lot of ways uh, that make you sometimes desirable to other companies who have a, a sort of a more relaxed pace or a, or yeah. they're newer and they kind of need that experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, do you have a sense
0: for what your workload's going to be like at Renegade? Not exactly. No, it's still kind of it's a it's a little it's a little bit uh frightening in a lot of ways uh that I don't quite know what I'm going to be up to. I you know because at this point, you know, like the Power Rangers and the G.I. Joe Core rule books are out. Transformers book is coming soon, but that's got to be at the printers at this point. So it's been worked right. on, right? It has to have been. Um, and so I think I'm going to be working on like supplements and adventures and that kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smaller, and maybe smaller books. Yeah. And you'll still, you'll be a developer there as well or, or yeah. what's the title? Yeah. That's the okay. sort of my title. Yeah. Excellent. And RPG do you know World. of any other Pisa folks that have, have gone there as well? Or... Actually, yes. As far
0: as, uh, uh, as I know this, as far as I know, I should say. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, uh, one of the people that I, I, chatted with before uh you know uh during the sort of interview process uh was uh sarah robinson and mm-hmm. i don't know if <laughs> uh those of you out here uh you know know that sarah was our the the paizo's like creative art director for a long mm-hmm. time right, responsible right. for a lot of the ways uh a lot of the stuff that uh, the books how the books look mm-hmm. and yeah. um uh you know she left a couple months ago like over the summer, it's still summer, but like maybe late spring or something like that. Uh, and uh, it was before PaizoCon and probably even like a month or two before PaizoCon. And we didn't really know <laughs> where she was going. Right. And so, and I had known until I had gotten this sort of the uh, email. So here's the people you'll be interviewing with. I was like, oh, I, I recognize that
1: name. Oh, that's where right. she went. <laughs> okay, fun. Right.
0: Very
1: cool. Very cool. Well, you know, your uh, so your last official day. So we're recording on Sunday, and your last official yeah. day is is tomorrow. Is, is that right? It's tomorrow. That's
0: right. Yeah, we kind of already had a, like a farewell going yeah. because um, I'm not the only one. Uh, it's uh, has left or is leaving. Um, Patrick Rainey, also Pathfinder developer uh, for the on the Adventure Pass, his uh, mm. he he he's he's left as well um i don't know I had nothing to do with to. him by the way i' no, yeah, exactly you had you had say. nothing to do with him so uh he's that's actually you know it's funny because this is the second time that he's uh part of right. race with Piso, right out right, right, right.
1: of his career interesting yeah yeah so, um so given that uh you're kind of moving on there's have you reflected at all about the time how long have you been at Piso and kind of you know yeah. what that's been like? It's been about seven and a half years. Wow.
0: I, uh, I got the actually like my f- first week was about a week after my 40th birthday. So it was a, got the job before, you know, that, so it was, a, it was a, uh, a, a big milestone for me in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. getting a sort of a permanent job in the role playing game industry, which is, I hadn't had before and doing it sort of all kind of technically before my 40th. Um, and, uh, you know at the time uh it was i mean i was I, i'm still a big paizo fan so uh I, I was a you know a pretty big paizo fan before that and just sort of getting to work with everybody there was was exciting and mm-hmm. uh uh and eye opening in a lot of ways um and it, it's been it's been a it's definitely been like a roller coaster right there's been highs and there's been lows it's that's life that's a job uh and i uh, I'm very proud of all the work that I've done there and I'm very appreciative of everything that Paizo has sort of, you know, done uh, to to sort of for me in a lot of ways and, and sort of uh, uh, helping me with. Because it, once I started working there, it then became my goal to be like, well, now I have to start thinking about getting and book cover credit because i really wanted that I mean, <laughs> let me write an advent i love the adventure paths. Oh, yeah. i gotta write one eventually so i better right. continuously read them and i was editing them you write, uh and, and i wanted to get <clears throat> at the time with the uh the pies the uh, sorry the adventure paths still had fiction in them mm-hmm. and i am uh probably uh, uh unsurprisingly to no one a a uh What's the word I'm looking for? A frustrated fiction writer? <laughs> Not that I've actually like really sat down and written anything, but I have like started, uh, mm-hmm. like a lot of people have started, books or short stories and, and stuff like that. So I was like, well, if I get a short story in, that's great. That's mm-hmm. Great. Uh, and I managed to get all that done. Kind of, well, right around the time when I started working for Starfinder was when I started to get the mm-hmm. cover credits. I'd gotten a story in the Strange Aeons Adventure Path. And I was still an editor uh, technically at that point. But right after that ended, uh, uh, it was when Starfinder started happening and I, I moved over to that. But, and then at the time, then I wrote two Adventure Paths in like four months or something like that one for Starfinder right. and one for Pathfinder. And then a th- second one for Pathfinder almost directly after that. Um, and that was, you know, great time. And I had been, um, freelancing, for writing, uh, monsters here and articles, you know, there, uh, for, for a bit before that. But, um, uh, those were my big goals and i hit those goals mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then i kept going doing starfinder stuff and that was never really like a goal to see to be like i better create the you know help create a whole new game was never really part of it yeah. um but uh it uh was another and it's just another milestone right mhm yeah
1: um but yeah. yeah i i mean that's accomplishing a lot and you're part of like the original crew then right for in the star chamber pretty, much, pretty yeah. much
0: Not, i wouldn't say i was like one generation one and a half i would say yeah. Yeah. uh like amanda and i got kind of moved in uh, after sort of a lot of the groundwork had already been, had right. been set right. uh right. but i did you know i did a lot of i did some the de- design and development work on the core rulebook so you know I, mm-hmm. that's pretty mm-hmm. much on the ground floor
1: right right do you do you know how they're going to backfill for you and for patrick now i know there was some discussion when jake and ron left what they were gonna do has that changed everything now or they have some developer um you know uh looking for developer ads up online i'm just kind of wondering how that's uh, do you know what their plan is it's
0: going to be a rough couple Months, I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. I really hope that they have more of a plan to, uh, to to slow down, maybe maybe postpone right. a couple of things, uh, you know, before they so they can get. But at the moment, it's gonna kind of fall a lot on James Jacobs. Mm-hmm. It's gonna mm-hmm. uh, gonna fall a lot on the shoulders of like Adam Daigle a lot as well. I mm-hmm. was I'm in a uh, was in an okay position in that I finished development on the last adventure for Drift Hackers like last week. Mm-hmm. And so All I right. could have handed that off, and, and, and in a way that's a kind of a clean break for me. Right. right. Um. Someone's going to have to answer questions from the editing team or whatever, or and and copy fit the book later on. Uh, but those are, uh, it's doable. I've done it for uh, uh, multiple times. <laughs> uh, at this point, for when other people left, uh, and so um, uh, I obviously wish everyone the best of luck on that. But I think for me, my my. my uh, Replacing me is going to be the, my managerial duties and right. uh, uh, whatever might be next. And I think they're they they
1: think there is a plan for that. Right, right. And they do have other Starfinder developers there, though. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. You know, John and Joe have been there for a while, and though Jenny and Jessica are a little bit a little bit newer, yeah. um, I've heard of other people trying to apply for the position, but nobody with a name starting with a J. So I know they don't have any luck. There's, there's so. going to be well, there's
0: uh there's there's the um sort of a wild card of uh, Thurston Hillman, yeah. who was a yeah. Starfinder, uh, you know, yeah. scenario developer when at the beginning right. of Starfinder Society. So right. you know he, uh, he 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 counts, and he might be you know,
1: yeah yeah, we'll
0: yeah. see. We'll, he, see what, we'll
1: see what he's up to. Yeah, right. He could fill in too as well. You know, for yeah, that yeah he's got the chops for that. Yeah, yeah it. It's interesting. What do you make of um, so many people leaving in a relatively short time? What's yeah. your sense on that? I don't know. I feel like
0: I feel like there's, you know, I think I I might actually sort of attribute it a bit to, uh, in a lot of ways, the pandemic. Mm. The, there's a lot of working from home and right. uh, uh, a little bit of. Yeah, uh, for for me, I should say, at any rate, it is a little bit of an uh, examination of my life. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, okay, well, what I want to do, and whatever, and what am I? Am I a little unhappy at a place? Should I stick it out? Whether there's possibility for me to possibly get happy or not, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And then trying new, trying some opportunities, possibly even, you know, moving out of the area, right? If that's a something in my future. Um, so that that's it. I think. Some people, I mean, there's, you know, to be utterly frank, there are reasons to be frustrated uh, working at Paizo, Uh mm-hmm. just because you know, because it's a, you know, is a again, it's still a pretty publishing's mindset schedule. It's pretty you right. know constant schedule, right. and that can get can burn someone out. Um, right. But you know, with the addition of the union, I think things are getting better over there. They, right. Yeah. You know, right. there, 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 there's some, there's some yeah, other, you know, some of the other changes, uh, mm-hmm. uh, in upper management. I think things have the, uh, definitely possibility of continuing to get better. And I feel like they had been, uh, but, um, also sometimes you just, I, I, the majority of the sort of departures are because wizards is ramping up to, Right. doing a new edition, basically so right. when they right. put out and like you said the is a pretty good farm team right. um and uh you know we we have uh other people besides uh, uh ron and jake could have moved over there you know our,
1: right.
0: our our former managing editor judy uh liz liddell uh who was actually on the design team uh briefly mm-hmm. uh after being an editor um Going over to now being you know an editor at Magic, and there's actually we other people. Uh, at least one customer service person that I know of has also mm. moved over to Wizards mm. to be an editor. So, uh, wow, you know it's wow. not just because they're just looking for people. Uh, for, some other and some other former Paizo imp- employees too. Uh, I don't know mm. if you uh, uh, are familiar with Adrian Adrian Ing. Mm. Yeah, uh, I heard he he, he heard did a lot of that, that yeah. and he 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 left a while back, and then was at Pokemon for a while, but now
1: he's mm. Uh, Wizards editor. Yeah, definitely a lot of opportunities, I think. Uh, yeah. And, and you mentioned the pandemic. And one of the things that, and I, I know with Renegade, you have this option. There are a lot of places that are allowing you to work remote. And that's something that yeah. Paizo hasn't been as keen on, though I notice they're giving more options if you live in but Indiana, Washington, and Oregon. Now they have, mm-hmm. you can work remotely if you want from those states. Sure, There's, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh,
0: it's about sort of like setting up business licenses and whatnot, yeah, and yeah. because Paizo, uh does such sponsorship with Gen Con, I think mm-hmm. they had that that right. that license actually right. technically, because so they could sell books at Gen Con. they had had that license there. Right. Uh, right. So uh, uh, we've actually had someone, at least one person, working from remotely from Indiana for the the entirety of the pandemic, or maybe even before. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, Piso is sort of working towards opening up more areas besides those three, so people can live places, other places. Because yeah, like you said, like it, it's become pretty clear that this is a job that can be done remotely. Right. Um, and we, you miss out on some things. You do miss out on some camaraderie uh, in the mm-hmm, office. You mm-hmm. miss out a little bit on the ability to just kind of like turn to someone and be like, "Is this silly or is this cool? Uh, does this work? <laughs> you know, what do you, I don't know what to do? Have you heard of this planet?" Um, this is you know is that anywhere in any of our books? um obviously, you can do that over chat, but chat uh, like a chat program can get a little harrowing, I would say, in terms of like because hmm. you can go to walk over someone 's cubicle and notice that they 're talking to somebody else and go i 'll come back in a five minutes mine's not a right. but you don 't know what the other the another person is doing on the other side of a chat window. so you just ask right. the question as soon as you think of it. what do you think of this uh and it can feel like all those chats need to be responded to immediately. I know sometimes I get distracted by that. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I uh, can understand why people don't like that kind of setup, but I
1: think the goods far outweigh the bads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as the stuff that you've been working on for Starfinder, Mm -hmm. so how far out is that time horizon? So I know like some, you know, something I just turned over last month, is due to come out late, twenty twenty three. So yeah, that's a, that's about all I know. I don't know how far you know overall the horizons are, but I get a sense for the next two years you're going to know a bunch about stuff that's coming out,
0: until like beginning of twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of, I mean, obviously things can change, right? Because that is oh, a bit yeah. out, but also, um. I, I was sort of talking a little bit about, uh, and I think a lot of people would agree with me that uh, we need to plan a little further out than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Even though, yeah, just so we can be ready and look, and and then you know, obviously, be able to pivot when things are like, oh, this was scheduled for twenty twenty six, but then you know, Wizards is oh, doing with... this thing that's remarkably right. similar. We should probably not do that. But no, we haven't started planning it. We haven't started writing the right. outlines for it yet, so we can. Right, 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 and and now- and the oh, sorry, catch on. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say the, the further out you plan, the more time you can give to right. uh, uh, developers and uh, freelance authors and stuff like that to sort of work on things. But mm-hmm. that's, you know, a minor case, I say. Just sort of having a sort of a better idea about what the future of Starfinder is, like in a, a roadmap. Now, I'm terrible at that kind of planning personally. Um, mm-hmm. I just know that it would probably be it's better uh, that it, when it is done. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a I'm a planner myself. I like to, mm. to figure out what needs to be done, what order, and and get all that sorted out and try to get to it. That's kind of my, but I'm also a last minute get it done person. So I'm good yeah. at the planning only because I can put in my window of this is when I absolutely need to do it <laughs> sure, to get yeah. it done on time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but what I was going to ask you is you know, now that if, if you're going to Renegade, are they going to allow you to freelance? Yeah, yeah, they're they're yeah. pretty they're 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 less uh, uh, and I'll use the word
0: draconian as a fun ironic word than uh, Wizards of the Coast yeah. uh, is
1: on that kind of thing. So um, I mean, I'm going to. So be, we could you see know, you doing a lot more adventure paths now since they're they're going to be yeah. short. People, they. I mean, you know, oh,
0: uh, yeah. Uh, there's yeah, there there are a couple a few a couple fewer people who can write them. Uh, out there, but I think it's also uh, not bad to start uh, training up some more other freelancers to be, yeah. uh, you know, good enough to write APs. Mm-hmm. I say good enough. It's just it's just it's less about sort of like how good of it are you? But it's just can you take on this massive massive project and get it done right. on time and and you know be uh, uh, communicative about where you might have problems and that sort of thing. So yeah. uh, I think. um with practice, I think I, I've always been ready to, to give uh, people a chance to write adventure paths uh, when I was doing Starfighter, is if they can turn over other smaller projects on time and seem to have mm-hmm. good ideas. I, I'm i happy to try people out, even though it becomes a big project for them and becomes a big project for me to sort of right. make sure that it's up to snuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So I tried to do that every AP, uh, uh, unless I was pressed for time like let's try out someone slightly new at least one person mm-hmm. that's slightly new yeah
1: yeah i'd heard that from um other other developers as well that they have their cadre of, of folks they bring in but they always try to introduce somebody new in there and i'm still waiting to be that new person so um you i think <laughs> you should be i mean well you know it's not going to be up to me
0: anymore unfortunately no John. no i know uh, i know but I know. uh you've been working you know enough on Starfinder that i feel like people should you know should be on a, in the running if that's something you want to do it's always a question like some yeah. freelance authors you don't know whether or not they want to take on a project that size nice, or even if they want oh, to write an adventure i want to give it a go
1: you know i the reason why i took on so many words for joe on my last project is to kind mm-hmm. of prove to myself and to anyone else that in 60 days i could do a, a you know 20,000 word turnover and mm-hmm. and have yeah. it turn out okay and even and like i was telling joe i was having all kinds of vision issues issues and oh, stuff yeah. and i still was able to to knock it out and you know part of the thing and I, so i have like a, a smaller pathfinder one that is due and it's like oh I, I love starfinder so much it's so much easier for me to work on because no, i know a lot enough. more about it pathfinder is yeah. like a lot more research for me you know to, yeah. to make sure i'm I, I got everything covered but well i hope i get to see see you do more writing though I
0: am at the very least going to be thinking about other little projects for my own, you know, like yeah. um, there was another thing like over the past, well, it took me longer than I would like to have done it. But like, you know, over the past year I put out my serial mascot game for free mm-hmm. just to do it because I was feeling the need to do something slightly more, slightly different, you know, creatively, creativity, creatively, creatively, that's the word. <laughs> Slightly more different creatively than the stuff I yeah. was doing for Starfinder and Pathfinder freelance, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And you're still GMing right now and well, yeah. hopefully playing some with Adventurous and others. So
0: it's not I, like you're getting
1: out of the Paizo. Uh,
0: I'm know. not out of the role-playing game. I'm not out of pies, I told yeah, people, they're not going to get rid of me that easily. I'm going to be poking around, being like, hey, I'm still ready. I'm still able to do stuff. and. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. And and one one hope is that the with the because it was always pretty difficult um to work on well this thing I would work on Starfinder all day and then I would probably turn around and maybe do Pathfinder freelance for an adventure path and doing that at a, you know basically like oh but 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 it was always adventure so it's like I'm gonna sit down and write this you know, right. develop this right. adventure for six to seven to eight hours a day turn around and be like well I gotta clear 40 some thousand words in a you know however many days it is and i uh like like you i do like to set up a plan if i write x number of words per day right. on average i get it done i'll get it done on time and that sort of gives me the relief that i can go oh well if i get on a tear and write a couple thousand words over the weekend more than i was planning to do great i'm ahead and now i don't mm-hmm. have to, but those are always that that average would always be bumping around because like uh again game nights right i work would be done have a game night and then like that's that's a lot i'm not gonna sit down and write well sometimes i would if it was just like 500 words i feel like i could clear 500 words without breaking a sweat uh uh pretty easy these days uh but that is a muscle that i had to work uh Mm -hmm. because the first um couple adventure paths were all were 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 tricky uh Mm -hmm. getting those words done and 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 Setting a, a consistent schedule to get them done, um, but yeah, I'm 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 gonna be around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, when do you actually start? It uh, technically Friday. Okay, uh, this All coming right. Friday. Uh, so I'll get a couple days off, have a Friday where I'll meet some people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I assume get get to lay of the land a little bit, then have a nice
1: weekend, <laughs> and
0: then start in earnest the next week.
1: Mm-hmm. And you'll be, and it's all virtual for them, remote yeah, work. It's all okay. completely remote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of Zoom meetings. I I presume. I assume have, you have. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh okay. John, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm not sure what <laughs> they have yet. All right. Well, we'll have to talk with you next time to see how your, your first yes. week at work went. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, get some kind of comparison and con- contrast type yeah. of thing. I'm hoping that
0: they give me some time to just kind of sit with the books and maybe sit with the license stuff because this is the first time I will have ever worked on licensed properties. Mm. Oh yeah, which is interesting about that. Not OGL, yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. or just
0: not stuff I can't just make up as I go. I mean, that was the that was the that's the big benefit of Starfinder for me. I was like, I can make up a lot of stuff as I go along, and it's generally pretty fine uh and uh you know i of course would do the research make sure that something was mentioned i would look it up and you know right see if it fits the canon as as we have established it so Mm -hmm. far but also i established a lot of that canon myself uh in those early days so i kind of know it uh this is all just kind of fairly new stuff i mean you know i'm familiar with power rangers and gi joe and transformers of course but uh there's some deep deep lore i'm sure that i don't know Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know if we're going to need to get into that. Well, if you're going to write adventures, you might have to.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we shall yeah. See. It's it's funny when you mention that. I, I realize that's one of my biggest concerns when I'm doing Pathfinder writing is that there's all this first edition canon out there and lore mm-hmm. that you have to have in the back of your mind when you're working with that for second edition. You can't just. Mm-hmm forget about it you know where starfinder as you're saying there's stuff out there but it's it's relatively uh concise and self-contained you can find it oh this is where mm. we talked about the silent war this is what happened this is what precipitated this is how it ended all this kind of stuff well, that's easy to find right yeah versus like if you're looking at the history of all you know Glorian and everything else it's like wow that's a lot of stuff to to have to work with yeah, and Hopefully. Yeah. G.I. Joe's and Power... Well, G.I. Joe's has been around a long time. I'm thinking mm-hmm. Power Rangers and Transformers, That's maybe nice. not as much lore with that. I don't yeah. know.
0: No. I mean, like, did G.I. Joe... I mean, obviously, the, the toy has right. uh, been around a lot, but had, did it have any lore back then? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Until it got to the cartoon age. Of, right. Which, you know, which Transformers and Power Rangers are all kind of from. hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um,
1: but yeah, maybe that's the, it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's clearly, you know, what seems to be that the, these are based on a lot, you know.
1: Well, you know what you need to do
0: then next weekend is you need to be watching a lot of cartoons. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, this coming week, when I have some time yeah. off, I'm going to be watching cartoons and yeah. probably playing some video games. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. Is there a Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, and. In- Transformers video games? Oh, I wasn't
0: necessarily talking about those, but there oh, are oh, at okay. least a Other couple. That's yeah. fine though,
1: but there are at least a couple
0: Transformers video games. Yeah, I yeah. don't think there are any GI Joe video games. That's interesting. <sighs> uh, and there's a there's got to be at least one Power Rangers video game that's sort of tickling the back of my brain. A some kind of probably beat 'em up or a, 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 a <laughs> fighter, you know? Versus? Yeah. No, I game. don't know.
1: Yeah. Oh, like a, maybe an arcade game? Even I don't know. Maybe yeah yeah yeah. No, I of those three, GI Joe G. the only one I re- really kind of grew up watching and stuff. Mm. I never really paid much attention to Transformers. I think that came after for me. In Power Rangers was after for me, so it wasn't the one thing. Yeah. What about you?
0: Did you watch uh, more, Transformers. more Transformers? More yeah. Transformers than anything. Again, I get to you know uh at least uh right now stay in the realm of giant robots, um, right? Which is going to be fun uh so it's not to, yet too much of a uh departure from starfinder um uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was this uh there was this um i don't know if you' i can't know if it had a if the name the line had a name but fantasy fight games in the sort of big heyday of d twenty three point five stuff put out uh these real slim but maybe there were sixty four to eighty some pages uh, hacks uh for three point five that were really really genre focused uh, and i mm-hmm. bought them i remember buying them a, in like a little slipcase all 5 of them at once and it was a mm-hmm. grim uh, which is kind sort of like fantasy, uh, fairy tale stuff that in you know you play children that ended up getting a weird sort of its own release later like years and years later on of its own system um there was spellslinger which is a, a oh, right. West remember that magic one you remember yeah. that one uh one whose name i can't remember that was very tron uh a, a game called red line which was like mad max vehicle oh okay stuff. Right, that makes sense yeah. and a game called mechamorphosis oh i don't which remember was that a transformers one yeah. and i ran a one shot of that uh yeah. back in the day uh, that i still have the uh i don't know if i still have the characters for it, but uh, uh my uh, friend of mine at the time did the art mm. uh, so i sort wow. of it was a one shot where i sort of grabbed everyone's oh what do you want to play what kind of thing you know what, yeah. kind, of, what kind of vehicle do you want to be? Right. Whatever. And then I had uh, my friend draw all of the all the robots. So I still have those and I'm definitely gonna be like <laughs> showing those off first thing. Look at this guy. Yeah. This one's yeah. a palm pilot. Remember Palm Pilots? Yeah. Uh and it, <laughs> but it is you know, one of the little one of the little ones, like a like a yeah. um one of the cassette tapes. Uh, but uh palm pilot size and using a his stylus as a battle staff and then was a motorcycle of course and uh, uh my my one friend oh uh my one friend Rob Chamarco who is uh you know, does a lot of um uh, podcast with role for Combat and stuff these days. Um, always had to be like he often has to be the uh, the big gun. He likes to play no. that and, and Starfinder. He likes to play that Pathfinder. Right. Just the, the damage dealer is like, oh, can I be a triple transformer? I want to be a tank and a jet and a robot. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I think the rules are in there for that. So let's go ahead and do that. So he's got he had to have the the, the biggest badass transformer he could make. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So you know, given that. You know it's a relatively new game and uh, relatively new rules set i'm I'm guessing yeah. in the essence system what do they what do they ask you when when they interview you kind of what's what's that development interview like it didn't i think they understand that it's a
0: really recent game, and they weren't mm-hmm. like how much do you know they weren't like yeah lobbing me rules questions for instance because i, I yeah. you know I was unfamiliar with it um uh, it was mostly just i guess to get a feel for who I am and what kind of stuff I like to do and how other projects that I've worked on and how that, you know, Hey, you've, you know, I've, I've ordered art for. I can work with artists. I've done, you All know, right. a couple of play tests here and there. We could do play test groups. Um, you know, I, I take text other people, write And basically make it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope <laughs> that's the mm-hmm. plan. At anyway, right. right. Um, the only, the biggest question that that threw me off during the interview was a, what's your favorite TV show and movie and video game? And I couldn't think of anything that I liked after, as soon as that question was asked. And then I, two hours later, I was like, oh man, I didn't say, I didn't say this. I didn't say this. I didn't say this.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Obviously that was just a sort of get to know you question, but.
1: Right. right, right. <laughs> so, No, so, that's. So silly. Well, it's good. Good. I, I, I was just kind of curious, you know, I, I'm. Yeah. Kind of familiar with the because I talked to enough developers what the process is for interviews at at Piso and and a little bit with 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 Wizards of the Coast obviously there mm-hmm. um, but yeah I was kind of curious about a, a a a brand new system there and so they're kind of really trusting your your past experience in that case yeah
0: I mean I've yeah. had a lot of experience yeah. I, was, I mean not just the seven and a half years of Piso editing you know a, a mm-hmm. couple of years before that I was making my own stuff um right, and right. so um uh, you know i'm 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 experienced let's just say that yeah. i'm getting you can't see it here but i'm starting even starting <laughs> to get the, te-
1: the the gray temples pretty soon yeah yeah well not well you know when i saw you when i dropped off uh some gear i didn't mm-hmm. recognize you because you look a lot grayer in person <laughs> than you do on
0: the camera fair enough i think i might have also yeah. had a baseball cap on this sort of yes yes all that the, kind the, the of, I just noticed
1: like the gray, the gray end. So, yeah. Cause when I look at you now, I'm thinking, man, I look all gray and you don't look gray at all. But I saw I, you said, oh, he I'm hiding a little look.
0: bit under behind the yeah. microphone. This, this part yeah. obviously yeah. didn't used to be so gray. Yeah.
1: Well, well, I am looking forward to gray temples.
0: I want the Dr. Strange look.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I wish I could get a better Dr. Strange goatee. Mine's get mm. it's pretty ratty though. Um, I was going to ask you, do you know how big your team's going to be there, at renegade for developers? Or? Not entirely sure um yeah. i I think
0: like they uh, put out the first couple of books with a small obviously a slightly smaller team, and they're realizing that they might need a couple extra people, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping mm-hmm. that I'm coming into a team uh not necessarily filling a hole that where everything's currently right. sort of in process and on fire um, mm-hmm. so uh, fingers crossed but and again you know it's just such a such a black box <laughs> i know i, know. I, I know. can't see yeah, it too. You, you don't even know
1: until you start we'll I have to ask know. more yeah because yeah. yeah, you know like i know at wizards it's like they have a completely kind of different system than than piezo in terms of yeah you know their production schedule uh, how many you know what their developers are actually working on you know their use of freelancers all that stuff is yeah. is way different so now i'm kind of curious about other other places, you know, like, uh, like Renegade as well. we'll uh, you know, to... all all I know for
0: sure is that they do use freelancers because that's our good friend Ryan Costello who has been yeah. writing yeah. G.I. Joe stuff for them for a little bit now. So uh, that's about all I know. And, I, you know, I know I'll be working at some point with Sarah some more for, for yeah. layout purposes, and that's
1: great. And that's it. That's it and uh you'll you'll probably stay where you're at for now, or you're yeah we know our
0: lease isn't up for a little bit, so yeah uh we'll have to answer ask these questions yeah, um, yeah. we've got opportunities we have both of us have unfortunately uh uh my wife and i um have families on opposite coasts, oh, and yeah. so it's gonna be a little bit not like you know that big of a deal uh uh but um and for me, I would say my East Coast family, I'm a lot, uh, I'm going to get real personal here, be a lot less closer to than Paul's family is. Uh, But also a lot of our old friends are still back East and we, we still play games with. And so if we were to move back over there, we would, you know, be able to see them more often, which is nice.
1: Yeah. I hear My wife's family is from around here. My family's Mm kind of spread out and, and we've always been way closer to my wife's family. So it's, yeah, for us, it's kind of a no brainer. But you know, if I were working remote and I could work anywhere to do that, I'm thinking, you know, U.S. Virgin Islands—pretty cheap good oh, weather, okay. good internet. Um, Interesting, you know, or something like that. You know, just kind of thinking crazy. I, I was asking my wife that, you know, hey, do you want to go move someplace else? Because we don't have to. We don't have to be here. But she's kind of wait. My oldest is. Um, uh, I'm sorry. My youngest is going to be going to university of british columbia i'm kind of wearing a ubc shirt here No, oh, there you go. Um, starting her phd in the fall and so we're going to wait Ooh. for her to figure that out my my oldest is in, in redmond working for nintendo so she'll always kind of oh. kind of be there and yeah. you know so this is kind of where we got to be but like uh oh, i think it'd be fun like i just saw a job opening in uh new zealand i'm thinking you know let's go do that <laughs> for a couple years you know, it would. Be fun? I would kind of love to live you know? in New Zealand,
0: right? Yeah, you know that place is gorgeous. So I've never been, but that's one of those. I I, I haven't traveled a ton, unfortunately, um, which is something I really nowadays really even tougher. But something yeah. I have to rectify in the next ten years. I mm-hmm. you know I gotta mm-hmm. go off of this continent at least once in my life. Yes,
1: yeah. I've I've done some traveling when I was younger and. I haven't been to New Zealand. I've been to Australia out there. Mm-hmm. And, and I Nice. It's just nice. It's just kind of cool, especially if you can do the seasonal thing. So you go there mm-hmm. during our crummy weather and it's their nice weather and vice versa. But Sure, yeah. But if you have any connection to family in the States, it's a long flight. That's the, oh, the, sure, the big yeah. drawback. And that's yeah. why my wife wasn't, wasn't keen on going as yet. So if I kept it closer, you know, so that's what I'm thinking U.S. Virgin mm-hmm. Islands, could do that what else is really close that would be nice and cheap you know hawaii is okay but hawaii is really expensive yeah i kind of figured you know so not not really keen on that and i don't like i don't know weather's another thing i like to have nicer winters than than we have here all the rain and grayness i don't like so much
0: okay so oh by nicer do you mean like slightly warmer e- either weather, warmer or less, or less rainy just less mm. rainy fair enough but not yeah. you don't want to go snow you don't want to go full snow
1: I, not necessarily my my daughter went to school in calgary and they had mm. really sunny super cold winters you know where it was routinely 20 mm. below not a fan not yeah, a fan I don't,
0: i'm yeah. well i'm i'm a, more of a fan of the cold than i am of the heat yeah
1: so i would i probably would like that <laughs> You know, I, I went to school in, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and those winters were, were doable. Mm-hmm. Um, just the really, really cold Sub-Zero. I, I worked in Antarctica. I don't Ooh. I don't need to go and, you know. Okay. I, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Personally.
0: <laughs> I, I kind of like the winters here in the Pacific Northwest because yeah. it's not. I do miss the snow. Yes. Um, but we are been getting a little bit of that here and there. But uh, just, uh, you know, I don't mind a rain. Honestly, uh,
1: well, it's the grayness though. The gray—that's the kind of the gray region. Yeah. It's—it it's, I, it's it could be worse, and I've been in a lot worse sure. places. And, sure, sure. You know, again, just thinking—you know—if you could find the ideal and go back and forth, something like that. Hmm.
0: Well, anyway, Once they, well, develop that teleporter technology, yeah. that'll be <laughs> real good.
1: Or even you know, super trains. Come on, man! Japan's yeah, I mean, had them yeah. forever. You super know? trains
0: across the country, and I could go. <sighs> Back to the East Coast in, yeah, a couple hours. 10 hours, cool. 10
1: hours, coast to coast. How would that, yeah, how good would that be? You know, it'd be better because I don't
0: like flying. I mean, I don't mind flying. I just yeah. think it's, it's uh, bad. I think every, the way we do it is bad, I guess, is, is how I would put it. Yeah. Um, airports yeah. Well, are bad and planes, plane companies are bad. And so I would much rather drive or sit on a train so I can get up and walk around more than right. than on an airplane. Yeah. Well, this so has I've been written... travel yeah. uh corner, <laughs> uh travel times.
1: Yeah. Well, We could talk a lot more travel in the future if you we want. Sure I've, I've done sure quite could. a bit. But I do think um it's good that unlike Wizards Renegade will let you keep doing our podcast.
0: Yes, until so. they tell
1: me to stop, I guess, but oh, I don't wait, think wait. they will. <laughs> Okay. okay. No, well, I
0: don't think they will. No, it was, that was that was
1: mostly a joke. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was going to say I don't think. Yeah. I do have somebody else that uh, I could get pulled in here. I think, but I wasn't ready to do I that don't. yet. Okay. All right. No, I want to keep you around. I want to stay
0: around. I'm, okay. uh, I want to talk 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 more about this game. All right. All right. Instead well, of talking about myself, which is what we've been doing mostly the past couple episodes. So thank you. Well, all I for, know getting to know
1: you and now getting you to know, know each other, yeah, change and stuff. I well, Jason, I, I promise we'll we'll get into more more starfinder stuff. We'll we'll let's focus on that and uh, coming in the future. I think we've laid the the groundwork here for a couple episodes, so that's yeah, I, yeah. that's okay with you.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay. at At some point, I would love to. Um, I don't know, kind of like uh, I know Redshift Rally. The module should be coming out soon if it isn't out already, and I would love to talk about that. Okay, uh, in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, I have not, you know, I want to adjust my, my uh, subscription so I can automatically get the digital ones, hmm. but it's not, you got to like calm up and I, you got to do hmm. something weird to change things around. And I'm already getting a lot hmm. of stuff on subscriptions. So I don't want to like just add, but yeah, I have to so figure yeah, out yeah. what to, what to drop out. I don't know. Yeah. So, but yes, for sure. We should do that. It'll be fun. Sure. All right. But let's, let's wrap it up now. So sure thing.
0: I'm John. And I'm Jason, and this has been Digital Divination.